Southwest Florida is a small, big area. Oxymoron, right? Well, what I mean to say is that it's a large area with a small community. Everyone knows everyone. You want to have a good time? Everyone knows to go to downtown Fort Myers. You want to have fun at the beach? Everyone knows to go to Lonnie Cat. You want to buy an outfit and potentially run into a friend? Everyone knows to go to Edison Mall. You want to get a great haircut at a friendly, youthful environment? Well, everyone knows to go to Twin Cuts. Twin Cuts is a barbershop run by Sean Casey. Not only is it a barbershop, but nowadays it's sort of like a franchise. There are five locations, three in Fort Myers, one in Cape Coral, and one in Naples. It's safe to say that Twin Cuts is a staple in Southwest Florida. With all this success though, Sean Casey got hit with a drastic blow in 2018. He was diagnosed with lymphoma. This is his journey. Well, I moved here in 2006. Okay. So I went directly from New York to moving uh, to Southwest Florida. Worked mm -hmm. at a barbershop called Platinum Creation. Okay. Under a, uh, another old school cat, Rodney Jackson. So your dad would know who he is. He probably would. Yeah, so he, he, he did it. Unfortunately, he passed away from a heart problem. And uh, I stayed at that barbershop, ran it as like a manager, mm -hmm. learned how to actually become an owner through that just just by working that shop and then i d opened up my first barber shop in 2010. yo what mm. made you want to do that right because i know a lot of barbers they open up they got their one shop but i always hear like how hard it is to open up more you know what i'm saying like uh -huh. yeah so what what made you want to take it to like kinda, scaling just yeah. scaling my business I, I mean you know what i'll be honest with you i i'm just moving yeah. yeah. Like if it turns into a franchise, it turns into a franchise. If it turns into people investing, then that's what it is. It's right. Like I don't really even think of it that much. I just want to keep moving yeah. and protect myself from, I would say fear, man. Yeah, fear yeah, of yeah. being like that 60 year old dude pushing cars at Publix because I got too old cutting hair yeah. and, you know, talking about what I used to do. You know, yeah. like anything <laughs> you, you break down, like you come in a barbershop and I'm that 55 year old barber and this dude's cutting hair at his age now. Yeah. You walk in, you're going to see young and old. It doesn't yeah. care about my history. You're going to sit with him. So my clients are going to slow down. Yeah. My money's going to slow down. So mm. um, originally, when I just opened up my first shop, I had no no plans of opening up my second shop. Yeah. Yeah. What happened was, uh, you know, I just went in there. It was 2010. Everybody was like, oh, he's not going to make it. Recession. He's Damn, gonna yeah, that's true. That's true. Falling. Like the you first know. year, barbershop would like fail. So like, that's yeah, great. everybody was. But I, I, you know, my passion, man. You stick like, with it. At the end of the day, like, you know, what you can tell me I failed, but... It, you can't tell me I can't go to work two hours earlier before the day starts or or leave two hours later. So, That's you know, as long as I paid that bill, that was that was my agenda. I wasn't going to let it fall. Mm -hmm. And it was tough. Like three months into it, I was like, oh, man, this, <laughs> this shit's going to fail. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and little by little, people started coming in. Then FGCU kids started coming in. I had a t uh, $10 Tuesday at the time. Okay. I was one of the first that did my barbershop where I really, like, put pride into making it look a little different than a lot of yeah, the, yeah. the graffiti on the wall station the mirror barbershop right. so i put some money into it i went on an intersection that was a lot of traffic mm -hmm. and like i remember the soccer team coming in from fgc mm -hmm. cutting them up and then like the next following tuesday i was like wow yeah we're crazy and then oh, the yeah. basketball team was coming in <laughs> and uh then and it was happening through like word of mouth word of mouth like that yeah. school no social just media. spoke uh when i first first started was, was like 2010 was like the end of my space so i was like i yeah, started was my business transition. Yeah. right so i i started my first shop 
promoting on MySpace, but maybe into like nine months into my first year, mm-hmm. I switched over into but them kids however they heard about i did a commercial on tv i invested my money like i remember taking my money and investing into the radio station like even when i didn't have it i was like yo i whatever i make i gotta market i think that's like the biggest thing like you gotta spend money to make money so i wasn't looking at the present day right now i was like going behind on my my debt on my my car like i had a car i had to pay for so that was banging my credit bad like but i was like man i just gotta get the word out so for those that don't know the flagship Twin Cuts Barbershop is located on Six Mile Cypress, right smack dab in the middle of Fort Myers and Estero. From here, Sean was pulling business from the local scene and the Florida Gulf Coast University scene. While most barbershops focus on locals, Sean took a gamble on the, for the most part, financially struggling college kids. Pretty soon that gamble would pay off. It was 2013 and the men's basketball team started to gain traction. Then, on March 22nd, FGCU shocked basketball fans when they scored a victory over Georgetown. The game was encompassed in a single moment, a fast break that led to an alley by Brett Comer to Chase Field. Right then and there, the nickname Dunk City was born. This snowballed into coverage by a bunch of national media, but now that the spotlight was on the basketball players, they had to look sharp. Their haircut had to be crisp. And guess who was the team bar? Twin Cuts. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like they're Dunk City. Yeah. And I'm like the barber of it. And I do, I do a <laughs> right haircut the on the center, it. right? Yeah. So, and it went viral. ESPN, USA Today, Yahoo, Daily News, everybody's hitting me up. Yeah. And like, it was like that, that, that pushed more. And that's right around that summer, I'm like, man, I got to go into my next shop. And that's how I got into my next shop. And from there, the business grew. Fast forward a few years later, three more barbershops opened and Sean Casey became an instructor for Andis, a leading manufacturer for salon and barbershop products. Traveling the world teaching, running multiple shops, life was good. But as we know, life tends to throw curveballs. One day, Sean starts to feel these bumps on his neck. Friends tell him maybe they're due to his diet. He kind of agrees, but deep down, he's not so sure. And then I see another big one happen on my neck. Then I got a big one on the back of my head. And then I started getting them, you know, around and talked to my grandfather. I'm like, yo, uh, I don't know, but I have these weird bumps. And he's like, you know, do you have a practitioner? I said, not really. There's a guy I see, but he won't even look me in my eyes. Like, he's that, oh, you've got a cold? Okay, see this doctor, see that doctor. I'm like, I don't feel comfortable. I need somebody who can relate with me. So I went to this... uh, Millennial, I think it was, on um, over by Gulf Coast. And he was like, yo, see, see the practitioner. She's real cool. She's my age, a young, a young lady. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was 38 then, so she was, she was my age. 
I tell her about it. She touches my neck and like the expression on the face, uh, you know, that's one of those things I'll never forget. She takes, she steps back. She goes, um, what I want you to do is to get an x-ray right away. I'm going to set you up. I want to do a lot of blood work. Yeah. Also, here's my personal number. Yeah. She's Damn. like, if you feel anything or whatever, shoot me a text. I get off. I work these three days. I get off at this time. I got kids. So you just shoot me a text. Even if I'm busy, I'll make sure I see you. She know for that. That's so I was like, oh, okay. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yo, it was about to get real. And shit got real. Sean was diagnosed with a type of cancer called lymphoma. Lymphoma is a type of cancer that begins in the immune system and it affects your white blood cells. When you have lymphoma, lymph nodes, which are germ-fighting cells, can change and grow out of control. In other words, yes, you can die. Yeah. And I'm still traveling, doing my thing. In the back of my mind, I knew it, but I didn't tell anybody about it. Yeah, right. And I'm still doing my journey. Like, I go out, I cut Les Brown's hair. I win an award for Small Business of the Year. I'm doing all yeah, these damn. things. Jackie Bradley Jr., the Red Sox, comes in, gives me a jersey, talks about me in the community. I'm posting all these things. But in my mind, I'm like, yo, I'm about to get this, yeah, yeah, this yeah, surgery yeah. in my, my system and, uh, yeah. and get the process started. But I didn't want to show all that. But I'm going, uh, originally, I'm coming back from Las Vegas. I get the phone call. I'm literally boarding. Group number one, come on. I'm group mm -hmm. four. I get the phone call, and it's her. And she's like, I just wanted to call you right away yeah. without them calling, but I'm sorry, but, like, your whole body's glowing. And I'm like, what's that mean? She's yeah, like, she's super saying. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you're, like, probably got lymphoma. I'm like, what's that, cancer? And it's like, yeah. And I'm like, wow, I'm about to fly home seven hours right now. And Damn. my mind's like, I'm playing gospel music in my head. Like, I'm yeah. flashing yeah, my yeah, life. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking cancer, you're dead. Yeah, yeah, that's you know what, what I mean? So I'm yeah. like, my son's just graduating high school. My daughter is, how old was she then? Uh, five years, four, four, four and a half years old. Damn. She's just starting, you know, kindergarten. And I'm like, damn, my daughter's starting this. I'm not even going to see her grow and, mm -hmm. in my mind. And I'm sitting through that. But at the same time, kind of. I got all that those tears, you know. I'm yeah, saying yeah, I'm wondering yeah. the, the dude next to me on the plane must have been this emotional motherfucker, <laughs> bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it, for real, so yeah. so so we got real, man. And uh, you know, I did the I did the uh, you know I got set up to do the to get the surgery, and when I dropped that photo, like the day before, everybody sees me cutting Les Brown. You know, those yeah. that don't know, he's a big time motivational speaker. And yeah. So you know, they see okay. me doing that. I'm getting a lot of likes. The next day, they see me in the hospital. Hey guys, I'm letting the, the cat out, and all of a sudden, like everybody's showing love. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, I did that on purpose because it was like, man, like you know, no, we all got troubles, but mm -hmm. don't right. let it. Just because you got troubles, you can't stop living life and stop feeling yeah. sad for yourself. And yeah. that's that's where I went with it. And then on top of that, I had a lot of lot on my mind because, you know, didn't have insurance at the time. Damn. You know, and I always had insurance, and with a change of president, you know, there's there we were in that gray area. You know, yeah, we got yeah. we got this plan where you're make, making them money and they want to move it to this area so mm -hmm. i was paying like 230 a month on insurance i call up during enrollment they're like yo 550 i'm like okay uh what's the other plan there is no other plan yeah. i get off the phone it's december 31st type out uh penalty at the end of the year 600 penalty i'm like all right cool i went to the doctor two times last year i usually go to the chiropractor my chiropractor didn't even take insurance yeah. he uh you know it's yeah. like 40 bucks i'm That's good money so I'm like, 20 days later, I touched my neck, done. Oh, that, that's how it happens, bro. <laughs> yeah, same bro. thing happened to me. Kind of same thing. Real quick, two things I wanted to touch on is one, social media perception. So the whole time Sean was going through all this, 
he was still posting his accolades. He was still posting celebrities he was cutting. And to me, that was very telling. It showed me that while he's going through all this personal stress, he still understands that he has a business term and he's professional. I personally know a lot of people that when they go through hard times or they go through certain situations, you know, they just shut down. And Sean was like, no, we have to still keep this going. I still have to keep trucking on. The second thing I wanted to touch on is insurance. If you have the option to get insurance at your job or you can afford insurance, if you have your own business, I highly suggest you get insurance. The minute that you think you don't need it and you don't get it, is when you're gonna need it. Like I was just telling Sean uh, during the interviews, it, the exact same thing happened to me. For years I had insurance and then I was like, I don't really need this. I don't really go to the doctor that much. I don't really get sick. One year I opted out just because, just being silly, making a, a dumb decision. Literally, I, I got off of it and, and two months in, I ended up getting really, really, really sick and I had to go and I had to pay for everything out of pocket. Definitely bit me in the ass. So yeah, insurance is important. At that point on, I'm have no money for insurance. And right. now since I got the diagnosis from the doctors, pre-diagnosis, no one's going to accept me. Yeah. So I have to get my doctor's like, OK, you in stage four, uh, stage three and very close to stage four. Stage four is into the brain. Yeah. So then it's That's like a wrap yeah. or if it goes into bone marrow, then it gets serious. So I'm like, I'm I'm going through it. And then the, the hospital turned me down. I need to get it done. They say, yo, you need $10,000. You don't have insurance. In order to get the port that's going to give you chemotherapy to survive, we need $10,000. Yo, that's a whole other conversation I want to have. That's a whole other. That's so messed up. $10,000 to be seen. That is crazy to me. This man has, you know, this man has been diagnosed with cancer. He's in pain. He uh, he has a lot going on. And they just denied him. I'm not going to lie. All I could think of is one word uh stress i go home i type in insurance all they're given is short-term policies because we're not in enrollment period anymore mm-hmm. that's how it is right now so mm-hmm. from october to december 31st if you don't get it from that time that's the only thing they're, they're, they're they don't offer individual insurance no more so i just whatever the average one it was like chubb insurance or something like that it was funny because when i used it for the doctor they're like what is this car insurance <laughs> for real it was like that lame but Whatever need to do is like, have you been pre-diagnosed? Did you see a doctor for this? No, 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 no. Whatever. Yeah. They printed out the card. I called them up. Got myself through that door. I got that surgery. Okay. Yeah. Like five months later, after the investigation, they canceled everything. So I was like, and I'm still like in about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in debt from that. But, but you, you know, make my nice money. Yeah, for sure. And I'm yeah. making, you know, I'm, I pay my my monthly whatever you can afford. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, you know, and as long oh, as you pay a little bit of like that, yeah. do what you need to do. But um, I met the right people and, and, and stuff. Uh, actually, Les Brown's assistant, her name is uh, Sh- Dr. Cheryl. Right. If you guys need it too, she got me right, put yeah. me in a plan, got me, got me through chemotherapy, got me through everything, and then the year went round, and they can't deny you from preexistent from uh, from October came. So she got me with an incredible price that I'm paying now, and yeah. and I'm going through the motion. Even got you know my back surgery and all that stuff. So insurance check good now that that's settled there finally seems to be some light at the end of the tunnel sean can now go forward with the treatment and let out a sigh of relief right starting to think that that light at the end of the tunnel 
It's an oncoming train. Chemotherapy is poison. Okay. That kills cancer cells. Okay. So there's so many types of cancers, right? So it's like some people get tumors on their body. Mine was blood, so mine was facilitating through my blood, and the lymph nodes were swelling up trying to fight the cancer, mm -hmm. but they wouldn't go away because it couldn't beat the cancer. Right. So the type of chemo that I had to get was injected through my jugular and pumped out through my heart. Okay. And that was the reason why I lost, well... I was already bald, so that was a good part about it. Yeah. But I lost my beard and my eyebrows and some other areas that was pretty good. You know, mm -hmm. I ain't complain yeah, about babies. the. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't complaining about that, but uh, no, that because it, it killed all the cells. Yeah, and I need yeah. reproduction cells because that's the way it was doing mm -hmm. in the blood. So mine was called Archop, which was like Rioxin and a bunch, a few other names that are all medical. Yeah. But say somebody else had breast cancer, which was a tumor or something, they'll have to cocktail whatever chemo, uh, chemo was. So right. the chemo is going through my body and it's killing all the bad cells but at the same time it can't uh divert for it i can't never get that word out but cannot tell the difference between mm -hmm. the the two the good cells and bad so cells. just killing everything so it's basically. killing everything so i had to do six of them which was like super extreme it makes you weak and yeah right so the first one is like are you good and then day four through day eight you're like oh my god who, what, what took a, it was like fatality you know yeah. take the soul out then wow. you're good and like oh uh, I can't handle it. But mm -hmm. as each time they do it, your other good cells don't have enough time to rebuild. That's right. why for mine, they had to do it every three weeks. Some yeah. people got to do it every week. Right. And, uh, you know, I was good. I was working still. I was like. Yo, you were still cutting. I, I was. That. I did. I, I mean, I, like my Instagram, shameless plug. But if you go to my Instagram, <laughs> you know, and you watch from March of 2018, you'll see I get like my chemo treatments was on Wednesday. Yeah. Thursday, I was in the shop. But I mean, I wasn't working like from nine to seven anymore i was maybe going from like 10 to one and yeah. it was slowing down but i was staying busy i even went to while i was on it i i, I educated in london vegas and atlanta hustler, you know and i went to atlanta and i'm shaking and i yeah. i go there and my body just i'm eating breakfast and my whole body just drenched with water and i didn't know what was up and i did my this whole performance in front of uh three thousand people for this big showcase we did and they actually did it on me like the, the the company did it on like the trials of go as a barber going through yeah through cancer and i did that and i came back and you know they were like You're, you you have a high tolerance of pain and stuff so they couldn't tell so i didn't know i got to tell i was raised by my grandparents yeah, so yeah you know like unless you was bleeding with a broken bone or something <laughs> you, good. you wasn't yeah. going to the hospital yeah. robitussin and dimetap that's that cured everything yeah, yeah. so yeah so i'm like man it's hot it's cold i wake up in the morning throw water on me and I tell um, I tell uh, my girl I was like yo can you give me uh, can you bring me my thermometer mm -hmm. I said I don't feel good this was after my fifth one so yeah. I was leading to my sixth mm -hmm. and I'm looking at my daughter and I tell her for the first time I tell her I say yo I think I'm dying perseverance doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success if anybody embodies it then it's definitely Sean Casey. I'm just sitting here thinking the mental, emotional, and physical strength needed to not only go through multiple rounds of chemo, but to also run a business, cut hair, and most importantly, keep your family together. Must be tremendous. Must be daunting. I personally feel that sometimes with public figures, what gets lost is that they too have to go back home. When all the lights are off and the attention is gone, they have to go back to their place of peace and deal with their families. That often gets overlooked. And not to be politically incorrect, but 
men are seen as the head of the household, the person that people turn to for advice and strength. This makes me wonder, who do they turn to? One of the things that, that, that hit me, like really hit me, hit me, was my son knew about it when I told him, but he's just real reserved. So he yeah. was just like, he would watch me. And one time he's like, so what, what kind is it? What stage is it? When he asked me what stage it was, I was like, okay, you're researching it. Mm. But you're keeping up spirit. Yeah, so yeah. when my beard fell, you know, like yeah, I've had yeah, a beard yeah. since I was 12 years old. That was my, you know, my yeah, thing, right? Yeah. And I'm washing my face and like a Christmas tree. Like I'm talking after the first treatment, they put it in you. I'm like, every day I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. And literally... I think there's a picture of me at the Minnesota Twins Park cutting the miracle. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Full beard. That same day, I go home and I take a shower because I'm in the, in the dugout. I'm cutting in the super hot. And I wash my face. I go like this and like a Christmas tree, the whole middle of part of my beard was in my hand. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> For real. Like that. And I was like, and man, that was tough. And my, that was from the medicine? That was like, a medication because it was killing all those reproduction cells. So, like, so the medicine is really, like, just... What is it? Just poison? It's like, straight up poison. It's poison. It's straight yeah. up poison. So why is that... Because I see things around the internet that's flowing, like, after Dr. Seabree's um, yeah, death sure, and all that. Sure. Like, like, all the healthy alternatives mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So That will work, too, because I did that right. at the same time. But I was How effective so, was that compared to, like, the medicine, though? Well, I did both because I was so deep in the game. Maybe if I was stage one, mm -hmm. I would have been like, yo, let me give myself six weeks quick yeah. and try to beat it through the holistic ways. Mm -hmm. But I was, like, very close for it to coming into my brain. So I yeah. did that, but at the same time, I followed that path of what CB did by alkalining my body, mm -hmm. stopped eating meat, water, mm -hmm. alkalining my water and all that because I figured, like, if the chemo is going to kill my body – well, keep your body in strong, keep it strong enough through the nutrients that were in it. Right. So it, it did help. It definitely yeah. kept me strong enough. And I, I say anybody who's going through it, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Change that diet, even yeah. if you're on the medication, because the medication alone can really, mm -hmm. is going to kick your ass. Yeah. So. Nah, my mom was, she was real adamant on that. Like, so when my brother's going through it, she would research like what foods would help. And she would just cook that. And she would just make that. And she mm -hmm. would just have all of us eat it. Cause you know, it was, you, cause she's like, you said like, that chemo shit, like it kills, it literally kills, like little by little, deteriorates your body. So everything, I'm still in pain, bro. Yeah, like I'm yeah. still like I got joint pains and stuff. I'm like I feel like I'm 60 years old, man. Yeah, yeah. Real talk, like I'll yeah. get up and I have moments. I, each day I get stronger, my stamina gets stronger as I as I got away from it. But I, I I'm the type of person that I, I just had to work. Once I got once I got in remission. So after my sixth treatment, I did my PET scan. They said you're in remission. Mm -hmm. Hell, the doctor loved me. She, this lady had that face, like you know, like those people that just look like. They're, they don't care. Just, yeah, she just had that like, whatever yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that that bulldog grill, you uh -huh. know. But loved me. Like she come in, she felt the soft side. And when I was done, she goes, "Yo, you're like an inspiration here. Like I've never seen anybody, like I was negotiating with her. Like, all right, so my chemo's on Wednesday. You think I can move it this way because I'm gonna be working in Vegas that weekend? She was just like, I've never <laughs> seen nobody really just like work all the way through it, did it." And you push through it. Yeah. And I did it and I started working. I got I went back into the shop. I was like, okay, I could do like three, four haircuts today. I'm feeling better. Yeah. Oh, okay, let me start traveling. And then right when it was done, I was like, January hit and I was traveling, traveling every weekend up to March. I'm in New York. I'm like, damn, my back hurts really bad. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden I'm like chiropractor working with me. And I'm like, he's like, something's up. We did an x-ray, he's like, You got degenerated disc disease. Because of the chemo. Because of the chemo. So it started Wait, tearing. So the discs in my spine 
started herniating and started breaking down. And this didn't come from the surgery. That's like, yo. This was from the medication because okay. it's sucking like through the bone marrow, through all the medication. It's all different things that it's doing. Mine was killing the white reproduction cells. So it would kill yeah. the white blood cells. Then they would put other things inside of me to pull from the bone marrow to give me white blood cells. And little by little would cause the aches and pains. There was times where I was like gripping on my pillow because my hip was hurting me or I was just walking. But now I'm feeling better, and I still, like right now, my neck hurts, but it's mm -hmm. not herniated, so I, I, I just do some physical therapy on it. But my back was done, and that was because in 2010 I got in a car accident, so that was already beaten up. Yeah. So the fact it was beaten up, all my discs that were solid got beaten up a little bit. The ones that were hurt took effect. Yeah. So one really slipped out, but again, trying to get the surgeon and go through the insurance. I mean, I couldn't walk from March. And when I did a post saying, hey, I'm sorry, I can't even cut hair, it's because I couldn't walk. When yeah. I worked with chemo, I could walk. So I worked or I couldn't even walk. And I went from like March all the way to May to get my surgery, Man. to get that done. So then I had to get emergency back surgery. And then I was out for six weeks. And, you know, that was about a month and a half. That was about two months ago. What is, what is your mindset like at the time? This has got to affect you some kind of way. You got like two options in life, like yeah. real to real talk. Like you can complain about it and feel sorry for yourself, and just say, "Hey, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. What what do I need to resolve it?" I think a lot of that ha also the mindset was, you know, looking at the smaller things in life, like yeah. just like a palm tree blowing in the wind was yeah. like, "Yo, that's pretty dope." Now you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Kids doing small things, learning like, okay, I can't always be the workaholic and stuff, mm -hmm. and yeah. and just incorporating that and and. Man, it, it was it, it is heavy, heavy mindset, man. And and, and lose track for a second. But also being a business owner, where when I fir first started as a business owner year one, and the barber left for whatever reason, and in my mind I'm like, oh my god, I got a bill. This was not the right time for him to leave, or my AC breaks, and I got to come up with two thousand dollars. And I used to be, like, oh bitch, this, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I'm complaining. And then year three comes in uh, in ownership, and somebody leaves. I'm like, all right, that's part of the process. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this breaks down. Uh, you know what? Tomorrow I'm gonna have my my, my other AC is gonna break down. I you get used to it. So mm -hmm. now instead of yeah, complaining about something that I had no control over yeah. and had to be done, was Don't like something it. bad happens. What's the solution I gotta do? Yeah. So when that's how I approached it. Like when I was doing chemo, I remember I was like, "Yo, you seem so calm. You're about to get surgery and stuff." And my mind says like, "Got no choice. This is what I gotta do." <laughs> yeah. You know, like I can't show it. Like in deep down inside, I'm probably like, "Yo, this is you know, <laughs> dude, I'm I'm human." Yeah. But yeah. in my mind, I was just like forward like. All right, so today is day one, chemo, all right, expect the, ex and that's how I just pushed. Yo, when you were going through all this stuff, you had these shirts, and I think a hat too, was like fade cancer. Yeah, Did yeah. Did you start that or that was somebody Yeah, else? no, I started that. I started yeah, I that. I thought it was real dope, I came man. up with that. So my idea was like, it goes back to I, I didn't have money. Uh, for medical bills, right? So um, I didn't want to. Yo, yo, do a GoPro. Everybody know a Go a GoFundMe, and oh, yeah, everybody yeah. was like, "Yo, do it, yo, do it." And I'm I'm really prideful about that. Like I didn't want to ask people for money. And also in the back of my mind, people are gonna look at me. Yo, GoFundMe, bro, we got five shops. That's yeah. the first thing they're gonna say without the understanding of it too. Yeah. Or they're gonna give me the pity or whatever. So my yeah. thing was, all right, cool. What can I do to create the awareness of it? You know and I just, I, it was the Supreme logo that I saw on it. It looked pretty dope. I seen other people doing like Savage and mm -hmm. other names. So I was oh, like, yeah. yo, that looked pretty that dope. Time. And uh, I was like, okay, cancer, fade away cancer, fade cancer. Then I put the barber pole. I put my SC logo yeah. into it. I printed them up. I did a little campaign and I'm like, all right, shirt costs about five fifty, six bucks to print up. Um, I'll sell them for 25 mm -hmm. 
I'll use the, the money to start paying for my medical bills, yeah, and yeah, I'll take five dollars from every shirt, and I gave it towards a small local business in Atlanta mm -hmm. that was uh, hairstyles for hope, mm -hmm. where you know for people that actually are going through it and can't pay their phone bill and stuff, they'll take some of the money and help people like that. And then you know I got a big soft know. part for kids, so St. Jude. Uh, Children Research Hospital. Yeah, sure. So I would take some of my money and I would just send it to them as well. So five dollars out for every shirt I was giving towards something. Mm -hmm. uh, Fifteen I was using towards my medical bill. The other five was covering the cost of my shirt. So the industry, we're like a six billion dollar industry just for men alone, just in the barbering world alone. So now I, I'm working in the industry and a lot of top brands, and I know a lot of people that that would be down to support it. And I put it up there, and I was selling shirts all the way from like to Kazakhstan. I thought only like Borat worked there, <laughs> yeah, or lived, you know, lived there, you know. So it was crazy. Toronto, London, people are showing it. Amsterdam, all throughout the United States, and I'm making. Yeah, it's a good money, and they still wearing it, and I'm yeah, still yeah, like yeah. I'm on a 20 city tour right now, and I bring my shirts out there, and I talk about my my, my situation, and it's not like just to go fund me where it's where does it go? People are rocking fake cancer, and it's yeah. like yo, my mother, my brother, yeah. that's dope. Even the ribbon, you can color the ribbon, the 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 ribbon color. That's what type of cancer it is. Right, so right, someone's so going yeah, breast cancer, idea. they could do it pink and stuff. Yeah. So you know, and I partnered up with another barber in the industry at the time. At, um, who, who beat it twice as well mm -hmm. because he had a good awareness. So I got around people that were doing it just to create more awareness about cancer. Mm -hmm. So where are you now with uh, with lymphoma? Did you? Is I'm it... in remission right now. So what is the... remission? Remission like? means like it's it's asleep at the moment. It doesn't right. ne necessarily always. Uh, it's it's not supposed to cure, but. Like you said, those holistic ways of Dr. Sibi and all that stuff, right. they, they know how to flush your blood out or any type of cancer. Okay. If you follow that strict diet through discipline, mm -hmm. it, you can be cured. I uh, did my test just uh, a, few, uh, a few weeks ago. I had surgery last Monday, okay. and uh, they took the Metaport out of me. The Metaport was the actual, you know, my Iron Man tool that they stuck in my Bro, body. All this that, is happening right now, and you just moving like yeah. nothing just happened. Yeah, you said that just happened last Monday. Yeah, last Monday I got it taken out. So now... With his cancer being in remission, Sean is back to actively traveling the world as an instructor and motivational speaker. Even if his title isn't quote unquote motivational speaker, him speaking alone is motivational. I feel like doing a thousand push-ups right now just listening to this interview. Sometimes he even messes with the students a little bit. You know, everybody got that, hey, you know, I got a headache. I don't want to get to work today. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So then I start asking people like, yo, how, how do you... How do you feel and this and that? And like, especially that show last week was like, well, 12 hours ago, I just had surgery and I'm here today. And everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. yo, you know, like, oh, for real. Right. But oh, that, good. that's it. Like, yo, yeah. I love it, man. That's it. It's, it's nothing to prove to nobody. I, I don't care about proving anything to anybody, but I love it, man. That's yeah. what keeps me moving, man. Now, although this might seem like the end to a beautiful story, something still bothers me. I remembered an earlier point he made about his shops, and I knew overall he had five, but he said at the time he only had four. When did you open the fifth one? Like, what in what part? That was after my fifth treatment. Yo. Okay. That was, no, 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 no. That was after my sixth treatment when I did the photo of me in ICU, and they see me with the mask, ICU, I get out of it, 
I was supposed to be in the hospital for seven days. They said miraculously my white blood cells got out after two days. They're like, you could go. I've never really seen that before. <laughs> yeah. I get out. I got a picture on Instagram with looking like a, a straight up bull, like like Moby looking yeah. like that. I got my <laughs> yeah. hands up, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then the next day I dropped hiring for Naples. Everyone's like, whoa. Yeah. So I got a good team with me too, man. It's not yeah. all about me. As I did my last three shops, I have a, a, a silent partner who's not in the industry uh -huh. that works with me because it's strength in numbers. You can't do everything for yourself. Of and course, I don't sure. need to do it all for myself like of that. Course. So, you know, you build up and get the job done. So while I was going through that, you know, he's on the phone. Hey, I got this location like this. Well, I'm lying in bed or I'm feeling sick or doing that. Yeah. I, hey, thank God for the... Yeah, for, sure. yeah for, for Google all and all yeah. that stuff, you can get work done even when you can't get work done, you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so even through that, hey, I know you're feeling this, that, but what do you think about that? Sending me pictures, we negotiating deals. So while I was on that, they, they made it happen. They got the place. I would get up some days when I was feeling good. I'd get in the car looking like, you know, like a little reptile walking around, driving in the car. I was like, yeah, no, I don't feel that one. Yeah, I feel that one, you know? Yeah, so yeah, I was doing yeah. what I could do. Right. And when it felt good here, I was like, yeah, that's the spot. Yo, I'm going to go, when I'm working out, I'm going to go back and listen to this interview for like motivation. Like, <laughs> for, the last, <laughs> for the last jog, mile got a jog, I'm going to just yeah. listen to Twin just talk. Yeah, you're going to pass out, man. You'd be surprised what you yeah. could do, man. Damn, man. You'd be surprised what you could do. Bro, I really feel like um, your story, especially this, you know, <clears throat> within the past year, I, I really wanted to have this conversation because I felt like your story, man, like we all know like Twin, the barbershop owner. Like, yeah, for sure. With multi, you know, but I feel like your perseverance within the past uh, past year, your uh, your discipline, you know what I'm saying, the mm -hmm. loyalty of your team, I feel like that's something that I really want to highlight because you know it's it's damn near movie worthy. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I'm not yeah. even trying to toot your own horn, well, but it's yeah, like yeah. well, Michael B. Jordan actually reached out and everything. One of my barbers yeah, he cuts his hair. Yo, yeah, if you look on my fake cancer site right now, Black Panther. Right now, go <laughs> on my fakecancer.org. There's the plug to get the T-shirts. Yeah. And if you look at the bottom and stuff like that, there we got the official Supreme Clipper from Andis cutting Michael B. Jordan's hair used wow. only on him to cut Creed. And it's up on sales to that wherever wow. we auctioned for, we were going to put towards a charity, towards uh, uh, the St. Jude. And that was going under fake cancer. It's up right now. So when he yeah. heard about it, too, my, the, my, my, my guy, uh, Kenny Duncan, who's a lead educator with Andis, and he's a mentor with me in, in the industry as well, he... Uh, he said when he spoke to him about it, he was like, that's what he's all about, that perseverance. He was yeah. like, yo, that's super dope. Yeah. So he knows about it. Yeah, you know, man, yeah, give yeah. me that phone call, baby. Let's <laughs> make saying. it happen. You know? <laughs> My thing is, like, where do you go from here? Like, what's what's next? Like, what what you got in the works? You know, more more shops, more branding myself, more education, more creating this awareness, whatever I need to speak. I just take it for what it is, man. Yeah. So honestly, you know. Yeah, that's dope, it's dope, man. It's worse. I want. I just. I just want to see the kids do good, man. For sure, bro. Sorry, for the kids. My, my yeah, kids in general <laughs> and my kids, you know, especially yeah. my kids, you know. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is Bugs Laveau. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. B U G Z Y L A V O. -E. Make sure if you're in town in the Southwest Florida area, you stop by one of Twins' shops. They have one location in Cape Coral, they have one location in Naples, and they have three locations in Fort Myers. No excuse. <laughs> no excuse not to go. All right? Be safe. Be blessed.